1: Everyone, this is David. Let's just get right into it today. Welcome back because we are joined by the one, the only, Miss Fran Drescher. Hi, David. How are you? So nice to be back. It's so good to see you again, Fran. How are you? How is life going today in Malibu?
0: Life is very well, I must say. I'm very grateful. My parents both got COVID after being double vaxxed. Uh, an aide brought it into their home. And that was quite an intense couple of weeks. But gratefully, they're home and recovered, just a bit
1: fatigued. Well, that's good that they're okay. And I have to say, you were just on Family Feud.
0: Yes, that was very exciting. And we had a blast. And Steve Harvey's a doll and uh, Charles Shaughnessy who was the opposition family also made my organization Cancer Schmancer his um, charity of choice. So we really couldn't lose even though we did lose technically because we got the money from the winning side and it was just a lot of fun and all of my friends and one cousin that I chose to be... In the family with me, also we're very grateful to get the paycheck that they got for appearing on the show. It's been a rough year and a half for many people financially, so uh, including nonprofits. So this was all the way around a lovely way to raise some money for some friends as well as my organization,
1: Cancer Schmanza. Well, it was very fun to watch. So, you know, you talk about being back the last time you were here. You were just telling me about your Monday night Marjons, which you were playing with Rosie O'Donnell. You were just starting with the gays and Rosie. Well, it seems to have worked out because now you are hosting with the lovely ladies from Modern Marjon, the Marjon tournament. Tell me about all of this.
0: Well, you know, Rosie and I posted the time that we won. It went viral. And the Modern Marjong ladies from all around the world contacted us and said, let's do a Marjong fundraiser for Cancer Schmanza. And so we were delighted to be approached and have yet another fun way to raise money for a good cause. So... I hope for all you mahjong players out there, you go to cancerschmanza.org and you sign up. You can play with your friends at home or you can play online. And all the money goes to Cancer Schmanza. And we're very grateful and excited about the event and for all of your viewers to support it.
1: And it's a whole week from the 20th to the 26th and people could like play and all the money does go to, like you said, Cancer Schmancer. Now are some of the prizes, because when I put this out to the world, I got a million DMs. Do any of the prizes involve you, Fran Drescher?
0: You know, I'm on a need to know basis. I would have to ask Sue if she thought that that was something that happened. What are the prizes? And am I part of anybody's prize? Oh yeah, you get a signed <laughs> autograph. A signed autograph. I and like it, the, I like it. Surprise surprises. Surprise! Surprise Surprise! Everyone gets a swag bag. And an everyone gets a swag bag plus what? A signed autograph. A signed autograph. So that's the minimum. Then there's surprise surprises.
1: Maybe like a cameo or some hello from Fran Druscher? I
0: don't know. As I said, I'm on a need-to-know basis.
1: Sometimes it's better to be on a need-to-know basis. You
0: know what? There's so much on my plate. I trust Sue, my executive director, implicitly.
1: And whatever she says goes. Do you think Marjohn is going to make a comeback? Like I know you mentioned last time, like Julia Roberts plays Marjohn. I grew up with a grandmother who played Marjohn. So I'm semi, I mean, I'm not great, but I, I used to be better when I was very young. It's a fun game.
0: It is. My mom used to play Marjong and learning it, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of skill involved. I mean, you really have to work with a book that has different hands in it and you have to choose a hand. So you try and, You know, similar to card games, you throw out tiles, you pick up tiles, and you keep trying to figure out what hand you're gonna play. Um, And uh, as the tiles change, you know, you may have to change the hand that you're choosing to play too. So there's a lot of, there's hand-eye coordination, there's a lot of, you know, brain exercise, and it's a lot of fun. You know, when people come to my house, and uh, I usually serve a casual dinner and we just enjoy ourselves.
1: Who's better at mahjong, you or Rosie O'Donnell?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say me. It's my interview, I can say whatever I want.
1: <laughs> you could say whatever you want, Fran. Yeah,
0: she happens to be excellent at playing games. Um, but uh, I used to play this as a kid. So I have a little bit of a step up over her on that front because it came back to me quicker. And other people, you know, who had never played it before, really are learning it for the first time.
1: And like you said, it supports your organization, Cancer Schmancer, and September is Gynecological Cancer Awareness Month.
0: Yeah, September, October is a lot of cancer awareness months. And, you know, we're a very progressive organization. We put the power into you to learn how to bolster your immune system so you don't get sick in the first place. And all of the things that we do on a daily basis that falls under the category of lifestyle that we really have no awareness is actually compromising our health. So the more we do, the healthier we are. And the less risk we take in getting a whole host of diseases and especially and most importantly, cancer.
1: Yes. Which is very important. Well, the last time you were here, also we talked about, I know you, we were talked about the nanny, which will eventually be on Broadway. Any updates on that? I know you said it was around two years away at best.
0: Yeah. I don't really know. I have no way of knowing and I'm not the lead producer on it. Uh, but, um, you know, we're all still working on it and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to Broadway opening up in a big way to keep opening up more and more shows and bringing New York back to, you know, it's,
1: it's, it's time. the
0: glory that it had with all the culture prior to the pandemic.
1: I can't wait for Broadway to open myself. Well, we also talked about The Nanny is now, you know, streaming on HBO Max. Have you seen every, have you watched it and have you in general seen every episode of Naomi? I'm
0: watching it on HBO Max and enjoying it tremendously because there's no commercials. And honestly, since the editing room, I I have not seen it without commercials. Um, I have a bunch of VHS old tapes uh, that have blacks uh, with, you know, where the commercial spaces would go. But... um, This is just a joy to watch on HBO Max, and we're very grateful that they're streaming it. And yeah, I'm watching it, and I'm enjoying it, and laughing at it, and people are reminding me of episodes that I haven't seen, I've thought about in quite some time, and quoting lines from it. It was such a well-written show, and that's really, you know, the nanny writers were phenomenal.
1: They were phenomenal. Do you hear from like Gen Z, like, you know, People old enough to be both of our children's sure. and they're just sure. discovering I'm it. I'm
0: going to be on Drew Barrymore in the 20th with Aquafina as two
1: queens from Queens. I love this. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, we play a, a game all about queens and it's a lot of fun and they're both a lot of fun. And I'm grateful for my young, um, you know, fandom. It's really um, incredible and wonderful.
1: It's like a timeless show that just won't go away. Right? It's Listen, it holds up today just as much as back in the day. So that's, that's how you know the writers were just brilliant.
0: Yes. And the fashion is back. I mean, they just had Fashion Week New York. And, you know, Moschino paid homage to Fran in his collection And, um, you know, Vogue.com wrote up a whole piece about me. Wow. So, you know, uh, really the costumes, which were uh, designed by Brenda Cooper, um, you know, is the gift that keeps on giving.
1: So, how nice is that when like Moschino is like paying homage to like Fran? That's a big. Great. I would have loved to have been
0: there, but um, this was not a good week for me to leave L.A. as I was just elected uh, national president of SAG-AFTRA and a lot of stuff to do in my transitional period.
1: Is Gabrielle Carteris making the transition easy for you?
0: Of course. She's wonderful.
1: She's been on the show. She's great.
0: And Rebecca Damon and, you know, uh, they're all really great.
1: Are you facing like, you know, because of COVID, like, I know there's a lot of like, is it an extra layer of a lot of issues now, like as the president that you're going to be inheriting? Uh,
0: You know, fortunately we live in a time when we can do many things virtually. So, you know, I'm very happy about that. And um, it's, um, I have big plans and dreams and visions for how to elevate the union, unite the members and, uh, you know, create stronger, safer um, contracts for us all.
1: That's great. I mean, where do you find the time for all of this, Fran? You know, it's like a...
0: Well, you have to, you know, create boundaries and you have to allow yourself space for you and to enjoy life, to not get... Caught up in a treadmill that you know is um, overwhelming, and that'll be one of my opportunities with this responsibility. Because you know, I I have elderly parents, and I have a healthy career, and I have friends, and I love my home, and uh, you know, and I want to be able to enjoy my life completely. But I do feel like I will be able to make a major contribution. And I just want everybody to know who might be a member of SAG-AFTRA and watching this now, that I honestly don't care if you voted for me or voted for my opponent or didn't vote at all. I come into this without bias. I come into it without any preconceived... Uh, prejudices. I am open. I don't know who anybody is, and I don't care. I want to hear what your grievances are, what your concerns are, and I want to help everybody equally. I want to elevate the union onto a new place on the national landscape, and I want to um, make us all more socially aware of the things that Everybody in the real world must pay attention to: less waste, um, being um, more, you know, inclusive, diversity, uh, respectful of women. I have zero tolerance for sexism, ageism, racism, all of those things we have to leave behind. And move forward under a bright, loving light.
1: The right person won for this job. So I think you're going to be great at it. Thank you. Is there a part of this business, like now you're the president of SAG? I mean, you've done movies, TV, Broadway. Like, is there a part of this business, Family Feud, that you still want to try that you haven't done? I mean, I think of Fran Drescher, I think you've done it all. Hey guys, there's big news from my favorite home security company. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. I love that it zooms in Eight times. This means that you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. It has a built in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It's super simple to set up and usually takes just minutes. The camera also integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, room, and your property are now protected. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/slash velvetrobe. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in their interactive monitoring program. What's more important than keeping your home and property safe? Once again, that's simplysafe.com.
0: Well, I've directed in television. There's a part of me that thinks that, you know, it would be great to do a little feature film as a director. That's always been on my bucket list. Um, But that is something I don't think I can do before my, you know, my uh, presidency is over. And um, probably not. I don't know. I'll see. And uh, I've always wanted to live in Europe for a good year at least and get more familiar with a a third language and, you know, really um, make a a foreign place a home.
1: Any place in particular in Europe?
0: Europe? Oh, you know, there's so many places. I mean, I love Portugal. Yeah, I love Paris. I love London. I love um, Italy. I love. I have a lot of friends all over. And so, but Peter and I have, you know, formed a particular affection for, um, for Portugal.
1: It's nice there.
0: It really is a very special country. And it's only six and a half hours from, uh, from New York,
1: which is wonderful. It's one of the, it's closer. And it's like underrated. And it's not expensive when you get into like Europe. It's one of no, the under. It's,
0: more, it's you know, um, one of the least expensive yeah. countries in the EU.
1: And the food is great.
0: Wonderful food and very eclectic. It's very cosmopolitan
1: it is
0: and uh beautiful beautiful landscape and wonderful warm loving people
1: well if you ever ended up in portugal you just bypassed madonna now speaking of madonna because i did
0: and now uh uh, george clinton
1: George Clooney too well I mean so I was doing some research to sit down and talk to you again and I saw that you've been at least at one Madonna concert so
0: more than one
1: what do you
0: Madonna and I uh, are neighbors in New York so uh, and she um, you know is friends with Rosie who's friends with me and uh and I was friends with Guy Siri, who was her manager, so not only did we live in the same building, but we ended up at sim at some dinner parties together, and things like that and uh you know, I've always loved her music, her concerts, the things she cares about um Her dancing, I think she's a lot of fun, very talented.
1: What's it like to hang out with Madonna? I mean, you're an icon, so two icons hanging out together. This is like a gay dream, Fran.
0: I know, I know. Uh, You know, she's really nice, and I admire that, you know, she's always danced to the beat of her own drum. Even with, like, adopting kids and not worrying how it's going to impact her life or her career or anything like that. She once said to me, you know, don't wait, whatever you want to do, just do it. And don't, you know, like procrastinate because you're becoming so absorbed in the what ifs, what ifs. Don't think that way. Just dive into life, do what you want to do. And whatever it is, you'll deal with it.
1: That's good advice. Yes. Have you, speaking of you've done so many things, have you ever like turned down a part where you're like, I regret that, you know, like I've talked to people that are like, they've turned down some part that then went on to be like so big or so huge, or were you ever in the mix for a part? Like I've talked to actresses that were almost Julia Roberts and pretty woman, or you know what I mean? Do you have any stories where we're like, that could have been Fran Drescher?
0: Well, you know, I hate to say I would have liked to have, you know, played a part, especially if I really admire the actress that ended up getting it. But um, back in the day, like when I was 21, I got a part in, um, in um, French Postcards. And uh, it was a teenage movie about a bunch of kids that went to Paris for like uh, on a trip. And I had just married Peter. I didn't love the part that I ended up getting. It wasn't the part that I auditioned for. And I just didn't feel like we had just gotten married. It would have been right for me to leave to go to Europe for an extended period of a few months. But in hindsight, you know, as a kid, I didn't realize that you don't turn down big movies. You just don't do it. And, um, and uh, on another time, I, uh, I, there was a movie, I can't remember the name of it, but Rob Reiner asked me to do it. It was a small part on a plane, an obnoxious New York woman. And he asked me to do it. And I kind of thought, is this how he sees me or is he never gonna see me in a major role? And I turned that down too.
1: I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE.
0: But probably in hindsight, I should have just done it. I should have just
1: done it. Well, it's all worked out for you.
0: Oh, yes. Neither experience that I missed um, contributed to me being less successful I don't believe but uh, you know life takes you on a journey and as you get older you learn things and uh, you know work brings work and uh, I eventually learned not to have an ego about the size of the part, or if somebody, you know, wondering, you know, what they think of me, or I, I think that they thought I was good and I was funny and they wanted me in the part, and that part, whatever part it was, seemed like it was right for me, but because I was very young, um, I kind of let my insecurities get the better of me. And I, I thought that they thought they didn't think much of me because the neither mm. of the parts were
1: that big. Well, you are very funny. I mean, I also read that you made Princess Di laugh.
0: I did, that's true. I'll never forget that. Um, and uh, it's really carved into my memory. I was a big fan of the princess. And I was very grateful then. I got to meet her and, um, and I did make her laugh. Um, it was at the, um, I think, was it
1: the CFDA Awards, I think? Yes,
0: the CFDA Awards, right. And uh, um, at the time, we were both on Mr. Blackwell's list and for those that don't know who Mr. Blackwell is, uh, he was a columnist that um, a little bitchy and gossipy and um, he uh, wrote a lot about fashion and he had the best dressed and the worst dressed list that came out annually. And right around that time, she was on the best dressed and I was on the worst dressed. And uh, she didn't have any awareness of it. But when I got to the podium to make my speech, I embellished the conversation. And um, I said that she told me that she corrected me. I said, we're both on Mr. Blackwell's list. But I, I said, she said, the princess said that she's on the best dress and I'm on the worst dress. And I said, yes, but you have Princess Margaret on your list and I have Demi and Madonna on mine. You're on the wrong list, princess. And I snapped a Z and the audience went nuts. And she was laughing so hard in the front row.
1: I'll never forget it. That's, listen, that's, it's not easy to make Princess Di laugh, I don't think. You know, I think she was very
0: joyful on that trip. She was thinking about moving to New York and I wish she had.
1: I'll welcome her in New York. What about, I know that we're talking, you know, Broadway, maybe two years away, but eventually maybe we'll see the nanny reboot back on our TVs. And I know we have to do Broadway first. Lately, there's a lot of chatter online. I don't know if you've seen this. A lot of people are saying that they think Kim Kardashian would be good in the nanny role. I don't know if you've seen this. What do you think of that? Um, You mean in the reboot on TV? Which I know is many, many, many years away after Broadway, but this is the latest chatter.
0: Well, you know, Kim Kardashian doesn't have a funny voice. And I think the character has to have a funny voice. I'm a fan of Kim's. I think she comes across as a lovely woman. Um... And a smart businesswoman. Uh, I have nothing against Kim, um, but I don't, re- I don't see her in the role.
1: It's gonna be hard to find a voice as iconic as yours.
0: Yes, well, uh, you know, there are, there are people I think out there and if we haven't found them
1: yet, we will. Somehow in Hollywood, it always works out the way it's supposed to, right?
0: In life, right?
1: Yeah. Everything
0: is an opportunity to learn. Sometimes the lesson is more painful than others. But if we get Buddhist and ask ourselves, why has this been presented? And what can I learn on my journey of self-refinement? There's always a silver lining, even in the darkest cloud.
1: I agree. And I really, truly believe everything happens for a reason. I do like things are out of your control. And if it happens and it's bad and it's not your time, there is a reason that you should be learning something from this. Right. I I really, truly believe that doesn't make it easier at the moment, but it truly is that way. Well, before we wrap up, you know, you've done so many things from Queens to the nanny to now, you know, Cancer Schmancer and like it's really your life cause. If they were gonna cast a movie about your life, which one day we might be watching a movie about the friend, you know, about Fran Drescher's life, who would come to the top of your mind to play you? Say that they could learn the voice. There's so many actresses, like who would come to your mind?
0: Well, um, that I've never been asked that question, and I really don't have, you know, a strong answer, um, but. I really don't know, I'm so off-center. It's hard to think of someone that really, I mean, it's one thing to play the character, but to actually portray me means that they'd really have to be like me and resemble me in a way. And that might be challenging, but maybe after we do casting for The Nanny on Broadway, I'll have a
1: better idea. I can't believe no one's ever asked you that question. I
0: know, you're an original.
1: My mind goes to like, listen, there's no Fran Drescher out there. My mind goes to like someone like a Jennifer Lawrence, just like, maybe it's because of like a, the New York thing or someone like that. Someone funny, but but I don't know. It, it's, it's a tough, it's a tall order. Maybe like a Drew Barrymore, but I mean, you know, I'm picturing a lot of a lot Well, of the thing is, I wasn't really
0: picturing... Someone older, you're picturing someone Younger. younger that could be aged up because there's a lot of living that led up to the um nanny in '93, and that was 30 years ago
1: so um. It needs to be one of those movies where there's like three different leads. That's that's what I think. Just three parts of your life. I
0: don't like when they do that. You don't? No, because you can't really ever
1: connect. Buy into,
0: I mean, unless it's a long protracted miniseries like the you know, The Crown, you know, where it from you know, you could watch a couple of seasons and then change it and you accept that it's another stage in life, but within a feature
1: it's hard, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. They did that on the share musical. And I don't know if that was,
1: I was literally just going to say that that's what I think of. Yeah. But but
0: then like that choice,
1: here's the thing again, Fran Drescher, Madonna and share can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. So (laughs) Did I see the share musical, you know, 15, 20 times? Yes, I did. Oh, You're so cute. I mean, I think Stephanie J. Block was phenomenal.
0: And she won the Tony, didn't she? Yeah. So she should have done the whole thing.
1: <laughs> she should have done the whole thing. Yeah. No, I mean, that's true.
0: From stage. It's yeah. so easy to, you know, age up or age down.
1: It should have been, yeah, that's true. It should have just been Stephanie. Well, good luck at the Marjan tournament with modern Marjan. And they have great stuff. They're supporting
0: Cancer Schmancer.
1: Where can everyone, everyone who does want to support Cancer Schmancer because it is such a great cause? I mean, I think I told you, like, I have cancer runs in my family and just it's something I take very seriously. So go
0: to cancerschmancer.org. That's cancer, S-C-H-M-A-N-C-E-R.org. And sign up for that or go into our gift shop or uh, look at some of the, um, the downloadable videos that we have available for nominal fees that are such a wealth of information so important to absorb, to help you help yourself stay healthy and well for many
1: decades to come. And thank you for doing this. You know, like you don't have to, you know, like you don't have to make this your life's work. So
0: I do have to,
1: I appreciate it. (laughs) So everyone needs to follow you. Everyone needs to follow the Marjan tournament next week. Cancer Schmancer. Anytime you want to come back, friend, I really appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. So. Thank you so much again.
0: I thank you and be well.
1: And you, too. you too. You too. Love you much.
0: Barbara. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Like we both kissed at the same time.
1: We're connected like that. Bye. bye Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear